This is the Carl Miller Show, where we talk about all things real estate, financial investments, and getting into a home you love. With over 15 years of experience, this is your host, Carl Miller. In today's show, meet David Johnson, and we look at five incredible actions that millions of Americans will do in 24 and 25, and how these acts will affect housing. You're listening to The Carl Miller Show. I'm your host, the principal broker at Carl Miller Realty. We're located at 7700 Timberlake Road in Lynchburg, Virginia. We are your caring, competent, trusted advisors for real estate sales and service. And if you're a homeowner or future homeowner, this show is for you. Special thanks to our sponsor this month, Michael Newhall with Goosehead Insurance. For personal insurance that truly fits your needs at rates that are the best fit for your wallet, Goosehead Insurance, the Newhall agency here in Lynchburg, can help. The team at Goosehead Insurance works for you. With access to 49 insurance carriers in Virginia, they shop the market to provide dozens of quotes across the markets, saving you both time and money and giving you the confidence that your policy is the best fit for you. For your home, auto, umbrella, and more, Goosehead Insurance has you covered. Visit them at gooseheadinlynchburg.com to learn more or to request your free, free quote. It's time for a new featured listing from Carl Miller Realty. Want to be in a brand new home in the new year? We have a great house priced under $280,000 on two acres available for you. It's located on Stonewall Road. This beautiful open floor plan home offers three bedrooms and two full bathrooms, nine-foot ceilings, a separate laundry area, and fairly level lot. This new home is very energy efficient as it's built to today's modern building codes. There is high-speed internet available through Firefly, and you'll love having privacy and owning this modern new home. If you don't have thousands saved and are tired of renting, this home does qualify for 100% financing through several Virginia loan options, and we would love to help you make this home yours. 9900 Stonewall Road is the address. It's just 21 minutes east of Lynchburg. Learn more at carlmillerrealty.com. Well, thanks for listening today. This show does exist to provide value and showcase facts and tips for the homeowners and future homeowners in South Central Virginia. And today we have in the studio David Johnson. David is a man with a caring heart who is great at protecting his clients' interests. He's a Navy veteran who served in the USS Forrestal Supercarrier from 1980 to 1985. David became licensed in, I think it was 2015. Is that right, David? Yeah, that's correct. All right, very good. And joined up with what at that time was the Carl Miller team in 2016. David has experience as a licensed therapist. I've known David for over a decade now, and we even took a trip together to Morocco in 2009. Yeah. And I'm grateful that he chose to join our firm. Thanks for joining me in the studio today, David. Welcome. Well, thanks, Carl. I appreciate that. Man, I, I was thinking about how long I've known you, and, and we kind of had a connection through through a church we went to together, and we still go to the same church, actually. Yeah. And uh, I remember doing that Morocco trip with you, and that was a, uh, a fun trip with our new soon-to-be pastor at the time, Nathan Smith. <laughs> Shout out to the pastor, Smith, Pastor Nathan. We trekked through the hills of Morocco. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you what. You know, we trained for a year for that. We did. That's right. And uh, plus, not just physically, but also knowing the language, knowing the customs and what not to do. Yeah. It's really funny how a little thing like 
the bottom of your sole of your foot if it's pointing towards your guest mm. or your host mm-hmm. in that, that culture that would be insulting yeah that's right you know well i remember uh trekking through those mountains and just how rugged the terrain was because we had trained to your point we'd even done some hikes here in virginia and the mountains and the blue Ridge. and then you go to morocco and you just those trails i mean those were brutal you would not you couldn't take your foot off the off the trail your your eyes off the trail because your foot would just twist on a rock so fast exactly it, it, it is nothing like here in virginia right no, right and there are some spots where it felt like you were on the face of the moon <laughs> it's true it's true because there was no trees there for, yeah i just remember being on so we're just reminiscing here about this trip but i i do remember also just being fascinated at the at the uh the uh agrarian the agrarian culture and just how those shepherd boys would call those sheeps and the, the goats down off the mountain in the mm-hmm. middle of the day. I mean, those things were coming straight down on the side of a cliff. Right, right, right. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah, we actually um, bartered for a goat to have for oh, dinner. We were on separate <laughs> groups. Yeah, so you did. You guys got to get a uh, just a fre- some real fresh meat, very fresh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Watched them, you know, yeah. uh, strip it and everything else, and yeah, we didn't quite have that experience in the group I was in, but. Uh, I just remember it was very, very challenging. I remember that, the terrain. Mm. and uh, But it was that was a great trip. But anyway, so David and I were on that. That was back in 2009. And uh, you got licensed. And, I mean, little did we know then that you would eventually be working at our firm as a real estate agent because you were doing, you were in a whole different profession at that point. You were in the, uh, uh, like I said, a licensed therapist. That's, that's correct, yeah. Well, you've been at Carl Miller Realty since we officially opened the brokerage in 2020. But like I said, you were before that with me when we were Carl Miller team at mm-hmm. another brokerage. What got you interested in real estate work, and, and why, of all the places you could be today, are you at and do you stay at Carl Miller Realty? Well, um, like you had mentioned, I was a mental health therapist, and I specialized working with children and adolescents, and I would work with the entire family. And uh, very challenging, and it really grows on you after a while where it heavy weight on your shoulders Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. you have to be able to step back and take time for yourself. And I was doing that, but I really didn't realize over the years how much that really affects you. Mm -hmm. And, um, uh, early spring of 2015, I got injured on the job and I had to have surgery on my elbow Mm -hmm. and I was out for several weeks. Mm -hmm. And during that time being away, one morning, I walked out on my back deck. It's a beautiful spring morning, bright, shining sunlight with uh, crisp air, and I'm sipping on my coffee, and I realize, man, I feel pretty good, mm. you know, like a, a weight lifted off your shoulders. Mm-hmm. And I was starting to wonder, can I keep this up, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And talking with my oldest son, who's a contractor, and he owns a, a rental business, yeah. you know, um, he said, Dad, you should get into real estate. You'd be really good at it. Mm-hmm. And and I said, I don't know. That's sales, you know, that kind of thing. But uh, yeah. I thought about it for a long time, and I decided to, while I was out yeah. to go ahead and get my license and yeah. try it out. Well, I got to believe that that background has to have a lot of value in the work that you do today. And in fact, our former broker used to always say, it's like, man, real estate, it's 80 to 90% psychology, Carl. You know, it's, it's just... A, and and he kind of was joking, but there is a lot of truth to that because usually when people are going through a real estate transaction, mm-hmm. there's something else going on in their life. Yeah, and many times uh, a really good example that I can give, and I was really grateful for the experience and knowledge I had in counseling, mm-hmm. um, I had a listing of uh, a woman who was uh, – her husband re- recently passed away. Mm-hmm. And 
uh, her husband did everything for her. Uh, checks, paying bills, you know, everything. The only thing she ever did was maybe go shopping. Mm-hmm. She had no, she never had a credit card, never knew how to balance a checkbook or pay the bills. And she was very, um, what's the word I'm trying to think of? She, she's very nervous about everything and, sure. and sure. selling the home to move in with her daughter and yeah. live with them. Right. And so, not only working with her and going through the steps on selling a home and trying to keep her um, knowledgeable and and lower the anxiety, but I ended up counseling her a lot about Mm. her anxieties about, you know, being all alone, sort of how she felt. Well, that stability piece was taken from her. That's a huge transition. And not to mention it's the love of your life. And, and and, And oh, and by the way, now we gotta sell your house. Right. I mean, that that is a lot for a human to go through quickly. So I think it's just really cool that you, you know, you've got that background. And I've, I've certainly become a lot more aware of kind of emotional needs outside of the transaction as well, just over the years. But mm-hmm. uh, I would think that it can give you a, a just a, a kind of a little bit of a launching pad almost uh, in working with clients who are going through situations like that. We're speaking with David Johnson. He's a independent agent in our, in our firm at Carl Miller Realty. And uh He's uh, telling us a little bit about um, his life. And you grew up in the um, Ohio, is that correct? Yes, a suburb of Cleveland. Suburb of Cleveland. And and so you've been in Lynchburg now for a long time. But wh- right. what is your favorite part about living in Lynchburg? Uh, besides the weather? <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> I love the mountains. See ya. And, and uh, being close to the Blue Ridge Parkway is a bonus for me. And, yeah. Uh, I... As you well know, I, I rode my bike up there often, took trips up there. Yeah. My wife and I would go to a park somewhere out in the boonies and on our bike, on, on my bike. Yeah, when he says bike, David's a Harley guy, guys. So, uh, you know, so David, uh, David, you know, so those of you who uh, especially maybe are veterans or love motorcycles, David is your guy. Yeah, Keep Cadillac of motorcycles. Love Just it. want to say. That. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got to give you credit, David, because you came into my office for years saying, "Carl, I'm going to buy a bike," and you had that as a goal. Mm-hmm. You did, and you worked towards that. You didn't like splurge on it and put it all on credit. You worked and saved and worked and saved, and it was it wasn't a six month thing. This was years. Yes, this was years, and yes. I got to give you a lot of credit because I remember just celebrating and jumping up and down with joy the day you rode that bike into our parking lot and uh, revved it up. That was awesome. It, it was it was great. <laughs> it you was know. awesome for me, <laughs> well, and for me as well. I mean, uh, I to be able to walk in and you know, I did a lot of research on the type of Harley I wanted, sure, and. Uh, Found the one I wanted, and to walk in there and pay cash yeah. for it and walk out with it. <laughs> awesome! You know, so that that was really a great day. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. So the mountains are a big thing that you enjoy. The Four Seasons. You know, you got licensed in the days of lower, little lower interest rates than they are right now, and it was also a bit of a market transition. The market was shifting from what at that point was really low affordable prices and and also a fair amount of supply. Like buyers had a lot of choices in 2016 and 2017. It was transitioning to more of a seller's market as we got into 2019. And then, of course, 2020 happened. And so just from your perspective, David, and I know that's a lot, right? That's a long time because there's been a lot of transitions. But what's different about the market now in 2023 going into 2024 than it was in 2016 that you've observed? And what what noticeable changes and how are you – advising clients maybe differently uh, to, to adapt to the market that's changed. So talk about the market and then maybe how you're 
changing your approach to working with clients. Right. Uh, with On the buyer's side, um, quite differently, because mm-hmm. back then in 2016, you had a lot of options. And I could I, I can remember showing 10, yeah. 12, 15 houses before, and they had time to think about it and dwell on it right. to make a choice. You can't do that now. The, yeah. Um, there isn't that selection yeah, available the, yeah. to a buyer. Right. And basically, I, I tell them, listen, you know, and I prepare everyone before we even start looking at houses. Sure. We sit down and talk about the buying process and everything else. But I also tell them, you know, if there's a house that you like and it, and it you know, fits your needs and mm-hmm. checks off most of the boxes, mm-hmm. I highly recommend that you put an offer on it right away. Otherwise, it's going to be gone. Yeah, yeah. And I think sometimes buyers have to experience that. Now, we saw that shift. Even even honestly, just in the last six months, David, it's shifted from where it was in April of this year. Like The, the, the homes are sitting a little longer right a now. A little bit longer. It's been kind yeah. of fun to take buyers back for a second look before making an offer this uh, quarter. That is true. And, I, <laughs> you know, I do miss that. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. I don't like to pressure anybody. No, no. You know, uh, t- during 20 and 21, even 22, right. um, it was like, you better make a decision. Yeah, you, get, you know, and you've got an hour to do it, type of thing. Yeah. In some cases, yeah, and then and then you had to fight for it. Oh, you did. Yeah, yeah. there wasn't really much negotiation leverage on the buyer side. You're not at all. Uh-uh. So yeah, so it's shifting, and so it is interesting what you said because what you kind of brought me back to that point of 2016. You could, you know, somebody, and, and at that time, of course, prices were different. But let's say you had a buyer 150 to 200 thousand wanted to be in, say, Heritage High School District, right? Mm-hmm. To your point, you could show them 15 houses, right? And maybe over two days, you go look at seven one day, eight the next day, and exactly. And let's go back and look at these three, and we're narrowing it down. And boy, that that was different back then. You're right. It sure was. (laughs) Well, let me ask you this. Kind of knowing your background and then, you know, you've been doing this for a while. What do you love most about the real estate uh, profession? Um, Being able to help. When Uh, I got in, I still have that mindset of helping people like I did in counseling. mm -hmm. And uh, I work with a lot of brand new home buyers, young people. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've even worked with a, a couple that they were in their 60s and mm-hmm. never bought a house before. Isn't that great? And I was kind of dumbfounded about that, but yeah. um, worked with them. And, and it was a two-year process for that couple. Yeah. And finally uh, got them all settled and ready to go and yeah. found them a place, and it was great. Isn't, it really yeah. is a good feeling. Yeah, that's awesome. I, you, you reminded me of a couple that I did. He had retired, actually. Like, he'd already retired, and him and his wife, and they— they bought their first house. And I just remember, like, it was it was moving because he was in his 60s, same thing. And mm-hmm. he's like, Carl, I never thought I'd become a homeowner. Right, yeah. right. And uh, the reality is, uh, if you're listening to this and you're renting and you're in your 30s or 40s or even 50s, it's never, it's not too late. Right. My, my first house, I, we ended up building, but I was 43. Yeah. You know, Until before. you bought your first home. Now, you were going through school because I remember, I remember right. hearing all these stories about how you were scraping by working three jobs at one point in your life exactly. to, to make ends meet and buying rice and literally buying rice and beans to, 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 to survive on. <laughs> yeah, I love potatoes. That's, potatoes. That's... Okay, it wasn't rice and beans. So that's, I'm, I'm using a Dave Ramsey reference there, but potatoes, there you go. But uh, yeah, you're, you're an incredible guy, David. You're a survivor. And, and we're just kind of bringing on our agents from our office as we you know go into these two months. And thank you for joining us today and introducing yourself to listeners. And if a listener wants to get a hold of you, David, what's the best way to reach David Johnson? Well, my phone, and it would be 434 660 
800-926-8624. And if you go to carlmillerrealty.com, all of our agents' contact information is there, their email, their phone number. So David is easy to find. Probably if you just Google him and maybe hit the, the real estate Lynchburg, you'll, you'll find him pretty easily. So thanks for joining us today, David. I appreciate it, Carl. Thank you very much. Sir. Carl's Clips. Carl's Real Estate Tip of the Week. It's Christmas, a favorite holiday for many, and I want to take a second and state that I am grateful for you, our listener, as we go into the holiday. If you celebrate Jesus, Merry Christmas to you, and Happy Holiday Season to everyone listening. Take some time, deepen relationships, create good memories, intentionally create space for relaxing and de-stressing your brain, ask questions you haven't asked before of loved ones, and come back into the new year a slightly better person. And when we come back, we're going to look at five actions that millions of Americans will do in, in 2024 and 2025 and how that affects the real estate market. Welcome back to The Carl Miller Show. I'm Carl, your host, principal broker at Carl Miller Realty. Follow our social pages. Lexi, our marketing director, is putting out some really fun and engaging content. Our social handles on Instagram and Facebook is at Carl Miller Realty. So if you follow us there, it is worth it, uh, including uh, coming up in a few weeks. It sounds hard to believe, but Valentine's Day is only about six or seven weeks away. As, and uh, there's a great concert happening with the Lynchburg Symphony Orchestra on February the 10th at the Virginian Hotel. And uh, please follow our social pages because we're going to be giving away two tickets to that concert along with a one-night stay at the Virginian. It's a pretty high-dollar opportunity for somebody to win. And uh, we've been doing this now for the last several years. And if you'd like to guarantee a spot at that concert, learn more at lynchburgsymphony.org. I want to also thank everyone who's donated to the Spread the Warmth Coat Drive. Over 5,000 coats were officially collected thus far for the fall and winter. Shout out to Anthony McAvoy producing the show today, making sure the sound is as good as he can make me sound, which is pretty incredible. It's pretty easy. Uh, well, you make it easy. You got the nice little intro cues up and everything else. Do you have any uh, fun Christmas traditions in the uh, McAvoy household, Anthony? Um, you know, the biggest thing is it's <laughs> the fun thing every year is determining which day Christmas is. Well, that's yeah, yeah, because we got work responsibilities now. Yeah, I've got work responsibilities, <laughs> but then also we like to do you know aunt, uncle, my cousins, sure. and my grandparents. We like to do it all like together. Yeah. So Christmas. Christmas is whatever day that that can all work. Yeah. Which generally each year is not Christmas Day. So yeah. there's been plenty of years where it's like, you know, December 25th, Christmas Day, and we're, we're done. We've already right. done it. So we just yeah. hang out and yeah. spend time with family. So for, for us, when we are together, it's, you know, hanging out, opening presents, mm-hmm. watching football or whatever's on, and, yep. you know, just enjoying family time. Yeah. My family loves to cook. And so my extended family, and so there's always centered around big meals. And so we kind of made that little tradition in my household where we just have a real nice, fun Christmas Eve dinner usually. Mm-hmm. And the kids like to turn the lights down low and get out the the sparkling grape juice. You know, that's their <laughs> thing, right? So it's it's a lot of fun, though. And uh, so we're going to actually do Christmas a day early because of the Monday thing. Right. And kind of like you, uh, Christmas will be over by the time Monday comes here for us because we're going to be traveling. We're right. going to be on the road on Christmas Day. So it'll be kind of an interesting thing. But anyway... It's time for Carl Miller Realty's Story of the Week. The heartbeat of our business is our relationships and their referrals. And the story of the week for me this week is the stacks of Christmas cards and chocolate 
and cookies and fun gifts that our office has received this month. Uh, The best part, though, is that I appreciate it's the time that somebody took out of their day to reach out and intentionally impact my life and the lives of our agents and staff. I'm just really grateful for the kindness and a token of appreciation that we've received from so many people this month. Rest assured, I'm committed to continue to provide value to you as well through this show, through our expertise as licensed realtors, and as a dedicated educator of the market and advisor to our clients. So thank you, listeners. Thank you, vendors. Thank you for the outpouring of love and appreciation this month. And to our clients who personally called or stopped by wishing us that, I just reciprocate that and don't want to ever take those relationships for granted. Well, I did promise some statistics of things that Americans will do in the next 24 months that affect the housing market. And so in, in no particular order. And this kind of came about of a report that uh, I, I listened to kind of pertaining to the future of housing. And I think sometimes we can get caught up in the quarter or the month and, oh, sales are down or, oh, this happened in the market or, oh, my gosh, interest rates, whatever. But sometimes really, I have to remind myself, even as a leader at my office, that real estate is a long game. And, and here's a couple of reasons why the housing market is, is stable and will continue to be in short supply and also with a pent-up demand in the United States. So this is more national numbers. But the very first one, and Anthony, I'm going to pull you into this conversation a little bit, is that by this time, 2025, so just two short years from now, 7 million new right. babies. That's seven, a lot of kids. 7 million babies will be born in the United States. <laughs> That's a ton. It, it feels like, and it's it's wild because, it yeah, it's just a, that's a ton of people. That is a lot, and just think of all the parents' lives will be changed and all this. But here's what new babies will do to a household: they can make a house feel small. Yeah, and so sometimes that's enough of a pressure point to where you know what we need a bigger house. That didn't happen. That happened to me the first time that I moved. That my wife and I moved because when we had our second, we were and. Full disclosure, we were in a little 10, uh, basically a 1048 square foot double wide. That was my first house that I bought. And when number two came along, all of a sudden my office space, I didn't have an office anymore. That became baby number two's bedroom. I was like, this house is too small. (laughs) (laughs) Carl's like, I need that office. Well, at that time I was doing construction work and I did. I kind of needed, and I actually shared it. I shared, she had her crib in the one corner and the little rocking chair and all that for my wife. And I had the little computer on the other side and my files, and you know, it's like that. This isn't sustainable long term. So, right, babies will make people move, and so that will affect the housing market. It's going to be a pressure point that will. Well, and babies make other people move. As well. <laughs> Fair enough. Not all, not not only neighbors, <laughs> but I'm, I'm thinking, you know, if a grandparent wants oh, yeah. to get closer uh, to help the family or something so, like that. Such a good point, Anthony, and I, it's so true. I mean, I, I can't tell you how many times, especially if getting to retirement age. You know what? We're going to move to South Carolina to get closer to our grandbabies. Hundred percent. Right. Hundred percent. Right. Second thing that's going to happen is there's going to be three million weddings. Six million people will get married and presumably move in together if they're not moving in or if they're not together already. But that's that's also a big shakeup of housing and households in the formation of households in the no, United States. Absolutely. Because I mean, if people aren't living together, which I would, if you're getting married to somebody, you need to live with them first. That's a personal like piece of advice. Sure. <laughs> but you know, I, I would hope that, you know, if not, then that's somebody potentially you know, getting a new a new dwelling with someone it, else, or you know, will. I've I've heard people say that like you know, look, if the parents go, we'll give you one or two options. We'll either pay for your honeymoon, or we'll yeah. we'll give you a down payment for your first home. Yeah, which is a great gift, by the way. 
because that's a long-term investment. It's a long-term appreciating asset. And again, I'm all about experiences too. I, right. I love having good, I mean, I, people that know me love know I love adventures and experiences and I will continue to be, that'll be a big part of my life. But I also love investing in appreciating assets. Right. And what a great gift to give oh, to, a, to a young married couple. My, I've got a couple friends who I'm getting ready to be the best man in their wedding next mm-hmm. year. And I, that I believe could be an option on the table for them. Yeah. And they've already told me, they're like, yeah, we're going to take the down payment. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So so there's going to be 6 million people getting married. 3 million weddings are going to happen between now and December of 2025. And then, unfortunately, along with that, there's going to be people getting unmarried with 1.5 million divorces. So we will have 1.5 million formed households that will be now, presumably again, two households with three million individuals separating from Which their spouse. could mean that somebody, if, if you're somebody who's got custody of children, could need a bigger house yeah. or a bigger place. And yeah, yeah that's, that's not even something that I would have thought about until you had said yeah, that. It, is, it, what's sad about that a lot of times, and because I, I work with these situations a lot, is a, a lot of times because housing is expensive, as we talked about, right. and it almost takes two incomes to afford a house right now. Right. And if there's not equity, then, then you're actually downsizing into two smaller houses, which can be a challenge. And it becomes especially challenging when there's children involved and yeah. there's school districts that have to be you know, a consideration of the new move. So it's it's challenging, but uh, again, uh, some people feel like that's the best option forward to get the their life freed up, and 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 uh, and obviously in some cases that definitely is the case. So, but but the point of that whole saying that statistic of 1.5 million divorces is that it's going to affect housing in that there's going to be people that will move regardless of what the interest rates are. You know, mm-hmm. there's another big statistic here, Anthony. Seven million. 65th birthdays. There's going to be 7 million Americans turning age 65 in the next two years. Which means in the next two years, there's 14 million people between the ages of zero and 65. Because we get 7 million new babies in the next two years and 7 million people turn at 65. That's a good point. That means that in 65 years, yeah, that's going to be... We've got 7 million. <laughs> that's a great point. Well, it's a it's a point that our population is growing. And I gave right. the statistic you know, last week on the show. We'll probably dive into this a little bit more next week, too. Just about that 3.9 million Americans moving. And that's the lowest number since 1993. Well, guys, that's 30% more Americans in the United States right now. Mm-hmm. So pretty crazy. Another statistic is that 50 million Americans... Americans will switch jobs. Now, sometimes switching jobs just means I'm going from, you know, one place just across town to the next place. But sometimes job switches mean we are relocating and moving our house. Yeah. I mean, I think I, most of the time that I would think of is, is people moving out of where they are because mm-hmm. it's a diff- they want different scenery. They want different experiences, mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. to get closer to family members or something like that. Sure, sure, um, sure. I mean that's huge. Job well, switches are huge. They are, and and there is a pent up. I mean, you guys know uh, there's there's uh, talk to any employer right now, and they'll say their number one challenge is getting good help. There's high high skilled labor jobs that have openings right now, and there's quite frankly there's opportunities for Americans to move into a better situation. Uh, one of one of the staff members that I'm in my office is taking advantage of an opportunity which involves a huge pay raise and using it's basically using the exact same skill set. It's not mm-hmm. like his job description is changing. It's just there's an opportunity because that another company wants that skill set right. and it's willing to greatly increase his uh, his earnings for right. that. And then this is a bonus uh, point, but there are going to be, speaking of jobs, 4 million net new jobs. So these are brand new jobs will be created. So again, just kind of continue to be high demand on the job market. The point of those five statistics, six with the bonus one of 4 million net new jobs, is that there is pent-up demand. People will be moving and uh, almost regardless of what the interest rates do. And so 
don't pay too much attention to the doomsday about the housing market. There's pent-up demand. The market is healthy overall and will continue to appreciate as we move into 2024. And now, the bizarre real estate fact of the week. Before zoning laws, cities mostly regulated what could be built through nuisance laws. If somebody didn't if somebody didn't like how their neighbor was using their property, they could haul them into trial and let a ju- judge decide what to do with about it. A landmark 1885 law restricted tenement buildings to one and a half times the street width in New York City. And a Supreme Court ruled that the height restrictions were legal in 1909 when builders sued Boston City about restricting buildings around Copley Square to 90 feet. In 1915, a 42-story equitable building in New York City was built without setbacks to its full height of 538 feet. It cast a seven-acre shadow over neighboring buildings, affecting their value and setting the stage for the nation's first comprehensive zoning resolutions. Neighbors demanded that the city regulate the building somehow, and in 1916, the city responded by passing the country's first comprehensive zoning code laws. It's a fascinating topic to me with intent to protect neighboring property values, but includes, unfortunately, an element of segregation for many cities prior to the 1968 passage of the Civil Rights Act. Zoning laws. It's a fun topic, Anthony. Oh, always. <laughs> if you have real estate questions you want answered, send your questions to any of our social platforms. Thank you for tuning in. Thanks again to Goosehead Insurance, Michael Newhall, for sponsoring our show. Merry Christmas, everyone.